Hey, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. It's your girl, Lise Winnie, here for a new episode. Yes, my name is Lise, and I'm a millennial, so we gotta get this party started right and quickly, like I always say. But before I can do that, I got to let you know, thank you so much for tuning in to Brunching Podcast on Friday at 11. And we, we did our last podcast on Friday of the year, so we won't see you guys until next year, 2020. And we did an impromptu uh sports corner just about sports on sunday so go tune into that so if you like sports and you like to hear people laugh and joke and be silly while telling sports and not telling sports listen to me you're like i don't want to hear that i don't want to hear that because it sounds like you don't know what the flip you're talking about or broadcasting about the sports outcomes and we were talking about karen from accounting and the baltimore sun no she's not from accounting but i call her karen from accounting who pretty much went in on lamar jackson so yeah it was one of those kind of episodes and we talked about the playoffs and who we think are gonna make it make it into the playoffs we talked a little bit about the games and who we thought were gonna win and all of that type of stuff so we we talked about stuff but I just wanted to let you guys know to tune in so you can see and hear. And I'm not sure if we're going to do the sports one every Saturday. Like, I think we're going to we be thinking about doing it on Saturdays for the playoffs. Just the playoffs to test it out. See how people like it. So if you yeah. want to hear that, you can tune in to Facebook at Millennials Anonymous Podcast. So that you can take a look and you can see whether or not yeah. you're going to hear us talk or not. You know what I mean? It's all like that. So. We got a lot to talk about today. Like I said, this is the very last podcast of the year and of the of the 2010s. And it's funny because I remember everything of the 2010s because I was an adult in the 2010s, unlike the 2000s where I was part of it. I was a kid. So I'm really excited to see what is coming up for the 2010s for us. So with that being said, we got to get you what you need. And you're like, I need to know them top 10 trends and topics of the week. So here you go. So a Florida man actually was arrested for giving out marijuana or cannabis or weed or sticky icky or whatever you want to call it on Christmas Day. He said he just wanted to give it out because it was the reason for the season. And he just wanted to give and give and give. So it was amazing. And Starbucks is actually giving away free drinks up until January the 1st. So go get you you buy one get one free i think it's select starbucks so if you are a starbucks drinker like i am go check that out five people were actually killed in a louisiana plane crash and it included the actual coach or the offensive coordinator's daughter-in-law who had perished in the crash as well as a sports reporter who actually was supposed to be reporting on the peach bowl in that crash as well so my heart goes out to those families it it just passed the holidays and now you know you have to kind of plan a funeral and for everybody else who perished in that plane crash we actually had quite a few plane crashes um that actually took place some overseas some here there was a helicopter plane in, in hawaii where everybody six people perished in that so i don't know what's going on with the planes but my heart goes out to everybody another sad somber story and another college or collegiate reporter sports reporter actually passes away espn loses ed ashkoff who died of pneumonia at the age of 34 after he actually was reporting on a sports game he actually contracted pneumonia while doing that assignment so my heart goes out to his family as well aniko hart reveals why and how she found out kevin cheated on her she said that in his new special don't fuck this up pretty much she said that kevin cheated on her and she found out by dm by a person she didn't even know so an anonymous source came in the dms and said hey man he cheating on you you need to check that out i don't know i don't know about that yeah pineapples so yeah but he seems to be doing very well so i'm 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 happy for kevin that he's actually come back kevin is a really good comedian he's really funny he seems to be a really hard worker i've not watched the special yet i don't know if it's something that i really like vying for to really see but i'll see what people say people say they like it i'll take a look at it trump actually signs a bill raising the federal wages to 2.6 percent which is the highest increase federal employees have gotten in the past decade the age limit is now 21 for cigarettes and tobacco products so if you were smoking at 18 you better go check it because you will not be able to get them cigs 
or fugs or whatever you want to call them back when you go to the store because they didn't change the limit so there's 21 now five people actually were stabbed they actually were rabbis on hanukkah and they have a suspect in custody this is a string of hate crimes that they've actually had against the jewish community don imus reporter radio personality don imus has actually passed away at age of 79 he has been in the radio game for a really long time and he has gotten in trouble over the years for using and saying some stuff he shouldn't have been saying he even said some racial slurs about a female college basketball were they college i don't know if they were no they weren't college female basketball team i remember that back in the day uh rest in peace and lizzo was named associated press entertainer of the year so that is what's up with that that is amazing and so that has been your top trends and i can't it's a tongue twister top 10 trending topics of the week so like i said earlier we we talked about lamar jackson and uh karen from accounting i don't know if she's from accounting but i call it karen from accounting just seems like it fits um yeah just seems like it fits and so basically if you don't you're like who the heck all these people you're talking about if you don't watch football you're probably like i don't know what you're talking about so lamar jackson's a quarterback for the baltimore ravens and he's in his second year. He's kind of, he's new to the sport. And he's doing amazing right now. Like, he's he's breaking records. He's doing all types of stuff. He is changing the game in his own image. Okay? So, yeah, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. So, I'm sorry. I'm a little partial. But I understand now how the Patriots feel. Because now that we're winning in a, in a really big fashion, people are starting to take notice. People start to hate. It just happens. When you're a winner, people hate on you. That's just what happens. And so Karen, uh, she's a writer, who took out like an opinion piece in the Baltimore Sun, decided she was going to go after Lamar Jackson because she felt as though his spending habits were not appropriate. So Lamar Jackson is doing really well, very humble guy, very nice guy. And he went out and brought his offensive line some watches. Yes! Not any watches, they're Rolex watches. So they're pretty pricey. And Miss Karen decided she was going to watch pockets. She's a pocket watcher. Um, and so she said, I don't like these pockets. I'm watching. So I'm going to need you to listen to me talk because absolutely no one asked me to respond. But I'm going to respond. But before I do, I'm not defending Karen. But I will say this. I need for all of my celebrities and rich folk to listen real close get real close if you don't want people to say anything about how much money you're spending because y'all are in the one percent it's more broke people like me than it is rich people like y'all so i'm gonna need y'all to keep that shit off of social media because if you don't put it on social media it ain't nobody goddamn business nobody gonna know what you're spending nobody gonna know how much money you're spending nobody gonna know where you live nobody gonna know any of that so stop trying to flash for the gram don't do that take it off of the gram take it off of instagram take it off of twitter take it off facebook take it off of linkedin wherever you putting it take it off take it off take it all off take it off because if you don't tell us we won't know and that way you can be lavish you can live lavishly you can live luxurious you can luxuriate but we won't have to know you luxuriating. And then you don't have to feel guilty because somebody even made you feel guilty because they told you how poor they are. Because we won't know. There's some real rich mofos out here. Like the Mr. Bill Gates of the world. Yes, Bill Gates. They may say that he's really just kind of like a humble dude. And he just wears basic clothes. But I will tell you this. They may look basic, but them clothes probably cost a lot of fucking money. What you don't see him do is flash it. I ain't see what he got his kids for Christmas. I ain't see what he get his wife for her anniversary. I didn't see what she got him for his birthday. They don't put that shit out there. Why? He's one of the richest dudes in the world. And he doesn't have to do that. So we don't see him living lavish because he keeps that shit to himself. He also gives a lot of money as well. But he keeps that shit to himself. And that is how everybody should live. Keep that shit off of social media. Just keep it off of social media and don't nobody know. You can still live lavish. It's still expensive. It's still flashy. It still smells like money. We just can't see it. You know what I mean? Like you still know you got it, but you don't have to let us see it. You know what I mean? Just saying. But moving on. 
So, Karen the Pocket Watcher, Karen from accounting, that's what I'm gonna call her, cause she's watch- watching pockets, so apparently she must be an accountant. So, Karen said that Mr. Lamar Jackson shouldn't have brought his offensive line these expensive $40,000 watches or whatever, how much they cost, because he's only making $910,000. And he could have spent that money more wisely and gave back to the community. He could have gave it to a charity, okay? So she is no longer a Ravens fan. She's completely, completely upset. She is upset, upset. You know what that means. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm saddened, or whatever other ridiculous words she used to describe this situation. Now, what I will say, Karen, because this is my letter to you, dear Karen, I need you to mind your own business. Just like I told celebrities and rich people, you don't have to put it on social media. There's also something for people who are looking on social media. It's called scroll. So if you see somebody doing or saying something that you don't like, you can keep scrolling. It won't hurt you. Trust me, try it. It don't hurt. It won't kill you. Just keep scrolling or put your phone down. You don't have to respond to everything. Even if you feel like your opinion is more valuable than everyone else's opinion, you do not need to let everybody else know. The fact that she took out a whole opinion piece to write this in the Baltimore Sun and the Baltimore Sun said, yeah, we gonna post it. I'm not gonna hate on the Baltimore Sun because I get it. You gotta you gotta air all sides of all stories. That's what journalists do. But sometimes I'm like, dude, y'all put out a whole, I think she just wanted attention because it makes no sense. First of all, Lamar Jackson, he has donated to charities. Um, blessing for, for backpacks. He donated 25000 for that. And it wasn't mandatory because if you know anything about the NFL, they do have a clause where they have to do like philanthropy and like they got to give back and do all these photo shoots and kissing babies and all that stuff. So this was not mandatory. Uh, he did this out of his own heart, goodness of his own heart. He wanted to give back $25,000. And like you said, Karen, he on his rookie contract. So that was a lot of, of his, a big chunk of his percentage of his salary for him to give back to the community. He also went to a juvenile detention center and gave his time. To me, time is more than the money because the only thing you can't get back in life, the only thing you can't get back in life is time. So that was amazing. Also not mandatory and he did that. So there are things that he was doing. I don't know, Karen, listen, I don't know if you just didn't read that or if because of his skin tone, you just felt like he was being flashy because young black athletes usually are flashy. So you just assumed that he was an asshole. I get it. I get it, Karen. That's what happens when you live in a sheltered environment. But we're not doing that, Karen. Okay. Um, you can watch your pockets. You can watch pockets, but watch pockets from afar no one cares now you're getting dragged on twitter because you did absolutely no research it's not your place to tell him how to spend his money especially if you let's say karen let's say you make ninety thousand dollars a year okay so let's say you know he spent 20 percent of his salary right on these watches i'm just i'm just saying because i don't know how much they cost so i'm just just throwing it out there let's say that If you didn't spend 20% of your entire $90,000 salary or however much you're making, you might be making more than that, Karen. I get you. If you're making, if you didn't do that, then you need to go to Walgreens, okay? So there's this medicine in Walgreens. Listen up. If you like to watch Pockets and believe that green light effect that you are more important and your your opinions and values are more important than everybody else, I need you to listen, okay? I got something good for you. I, I found out about it. I it's, it's going to change your life, okay? So if you go to Walgreens, Karen, listen, Karen, if you go to Walgreens or anyone else who's listening, go to aisle three, four, five. I'm, I'm not sure. Whatever, whatever one has the cold medicine, whatever it has the cold medicine and there is this 
medicine, like you can take it. it it's it's a, it's oral, okay? It's oral. And you can take it and it's cold. Mind your goddamn business. It will make you shut the fuck up when anytime you get the inkling, because every time you get the inkling of just saying something or texting something that has nothing to do with you, you just take it and you go, oh, oh, oh. and then you'll stop for a minute and then you will recalibrate and then you'll be like, you know what? I need to shut the fuck up. Because you know why that happens? Because there's a black person that actually will come into your consciousness when this happens and then they're gonna converse with you to let you know whether or not this is worth it okay so they gonna tell you because if you would have took it you say you know what karen this ain't a good look write about something else you know what i mean like you know it's so many things in the world you could write about the obesity climate change do that if you care so much about giving back do that because celebrities ain't gonna change the world they ain't their money ain't gonna change the world B. Just so people just want mind your own business don't be minding other people's business in 2020 okay so what we gonna talk about today because i had to get that off my chest but what we gonna talk about today so today we are going to talk about things that are going on in the decade things that happen on millennials we're going to kind of like backtrack on some of the popular trending topics of millennials i guess you could say somewhat like that uh, yeah well, let's go with that but before i do that there is another story that actually is on my mind and it actually was about the baby so baby went on lip service and lip service has been getting around again um not, it's not another tank situation but they they he he did an interview with lip service angela yee's podcast and he pretty much admitted that he had been sexually abused at like a at five years old so in this particular situation he said that he had his mother worked a lot and he had two older siblings that weren't that much older than him but they were older than him so i guess it's, it's probably like nine if he's five siblings probably like nine or seven years old or something like that and it was uh, some girls, I don't know where the girls came from, but the girls, they were like six, 17 or 18 years old. And he was saying that they would come around and he would be, his brothers would be doing stuff with this girl, these, and he, or girls, and he would be in doing the same thing. He would be mimicking what his brothers were doing and he didn't really know what he was doing. And he said that he would be like, kissing her and doing things that a child should not be doing because it's what his brothers were doing and even they were pretty young and shouldn't have been doing those types of things and the whole conversation came because I think somebody L'Oreal or somebody on the podcast said that they had lost their virginity pretty early because she was like I don't know she was humping a girl or something in, in climax when she was like 15 or something like that and then he said well I must have lost my virginity a lot sooner than that and then that's when he talked about it they kind of didn't talk about it they kind of moved past it and I think that actually has something to do with the society we live in we live in this overly sexualized society where things like that are seen as badges of honor especially when it comes to boys so the fact that even with them that was something that it was I, I don't I didn't watch the full podcast so I don't know why they were talking about that or what what it would be necessary but I feel like sometimes women talk about that for attention purposes it, it piques men's attention when women talk about sex because I, I don't I don't know the full concept of or story behind it but I think that it does bring up a question for the way that we treat boys because even when we hear all the stories about the teachers that are like sexually assaulting the boys we get it it's a different reaction it, it's it's funny it's more like where you know you hear men say where were these teachers when i was growing up and stuff like that and you wouldn't say the same thing 
for a girl. And so those are the types of things where I'm like, ah, why, where are we going in this world? Like that that's okay. Cause I, that's a conversation. If you would have brought that up, that's a conversation that I would have had to pursue if he was comfortable pursuing it because it's a conversation that needs to be had because he said he had never even said that out loud, you know, especially on national radio or, or television. He had never said it out loud. So for him to actually make those comments out loud, I think that's something that should have been pursued because uh, like D.O. Hughley had a similar situation with him and it's a couple of other, I think Charlemagne said he had had a similar situation with him when he was young with an older woman. So these are things that are happening that we're just kind of brushing over. So it is definitely something that we, that we need to evaluate. Where are these weird ass women? I don't know. Maybe they living in plain sight because women typically are not associated with the sexual deviant type of behavior because to me, I'm just trying to sit there to think like, I don't know what the hell a little kid, especially as a woman. So what the fuck can a little boy do for you? I, it, that just makes no sense to me. And it, I, I don't understand why adults do this, men or women. Like, what is it about children that you need to mess with children? Because if, if in this particular situation with the baby, you have somebody that's 17 years old and you're allowing a five-year-old to do stuff to you in a sexual manner, what is wrong with the world? There's no excusing that. And the fact that it just kind of, I think, got brushed over. I don't know if it's what his mother's reaction was or not, or if he ever even told her, because possibly he may have never said anything, um, what her reaction would have done would have been and what happened to this girl like did she just kind of like walk off into the sunset and just no repercussions at all so imagine how many other children she had done this to or potentially done this to so we got to protect our sons just as much as we protect our girls now i will say to women we got it much worse because like i, I don't know what it is about men but men just some, some, can be some cruddy people sometimes not all men but some of them but I think that we we need to also look at our sons and protect our sons in that same manner like if something like that happens we should be doing something about it like you're not just oh look at you you look at you like you're a dad like no he's five because that has a lasting impact on a child whether you want to admit it or not so a lot of these instances when you have these men that said that a lot of them had really bad behaviors like some of them became sexual deviants some of them just were very promiscuous and they they were very hurtful to women and they didn't respect women and all of these things this has a trend like we you should nip this in the bud now <laughs> it's not something that you want to go on like this is something that we need to really be looking at so that we can protect them so that we are creating healthy sustainable men who have healthy sustainable relationships and thrive because that is traumatic for a child a child wouldn't know how to process this and so they just internalize it and it becomes that internalization of this I don't know what to do with this. Is this wrong type of thing? Because if he didn't tell anybody, he probably thought it was wrong. Then it's, I'm a bad person. Is something wrong with me. I don't like me. You saw this self-dislike. So we need to make sure to talk to your sons. Talk to your sons about sexual abuse the same way you talk to your daughters about sexual abuse. Make this across the board so that we can protect everybody. Because them same sons that you ain't protecting become them same people that will eventually grow up and be the ones that will go after somebody's daughter so we need to be protecting and by going after the daughter i don't mean necessarily like grab her and put her in a van i mean they're going to be horrible men I mean they're going to cheat on her they're going to lie to her they're not going to respect her these are the types of things that happen especially if you have unresolved issues from childhood so unresolved issues from childhood turn into unresolved issues in adulthood they don't just go away but with that being said, let's talk about some of these top yeah! things and stories that happened in the 2010s, which seems a little weird to me saying the 2010s, like it's a whole decade. Like, I mean, I don't know. But basically, according to this article that I got from the playlist, so award camp, um, the, the playlist, 
it says award campaigns i don't know if this is a part of it but i think it's just the playlist.net if you go on you can see this article and it pretty much talks about the things the biggest entertainment stories of the 2010s and so it mentions so that's from 2010 to 2020 so some people actually even debate that when does a decade actually end is it in the beginning of 2020 or is it in the end of 2020 so we're just gonna go with it we're just gonna go with 2020 so some of the biggest stories of course that they mentioned was moonlight being awarded the oscar for best picture after la la land was mistakenly read first beyonce's landmark performance at coachella that was that was now i'm in a beehive now don't get me started with queen bay because that that's my girl and then they talked a little bit about Breaking Bad finale happened. Um, they also talked about Steve Harvey crowning the wrong Miss Universe. They talked about, of course, Donald Trump or Jimmy Fallon playing Donald Trump and SNL kind of like parroting Donald Trump the whole time. Of course, Donald Trump being elected in general. John Stewart stepping down from The Daily Show and handing it off to Trevor Noah. Netflix changing Hollywood. So I will say that was probably one of the biggest things that happened in 2010 that now movies don't even have to get in the movie theater for them to be acknowledged as like legitimate movies. Cause you know when movies went straight to video or straight to Netflix, it was like, oh, this ain't, you ain't like a real video. You ain't real, this ain't legit. But now Netflix changed the game, it's like, it's legit legit so I, I will say i don't think we'll ever go backwards i think we're going to continue to go forward i think you're going to see more of these platforms like this with netflix and hulu and all of that and i think you're going to see more content because everything just can't be stand-up you can't just have a bunch of stand-up comedians on there and then disney buys lucas films which i've never been a big star wars fan but i will say that i did watch the mandalorian and uh the mandalorian was a really good show so if you've not gotten a chance to watch the mandalorian please go out and tune in to watch it so so go out and watch the the mandalorian uh yeah great show so so go out and tune in to see that if you i i mean i watched it but like i don't really know how much i followed it since i've only seen like one episode of star wars so i really didn't know what was going on but it was interesting nonetheless so you, you probably should Aww. still tune in um china becomes a box office powerhouse it, it shows uh, about uh, in terms of box office that it's hard to argue that the affected the business of films as much as the rise of china as an international powerhouse so over the decade the explosion in the numbers of theaters in the middle kingdom led to the countries quickly becoming a, t a territory the studio studios just couldn't ignore so I'll, I'll agree with that so that's that's amazing um, movie pass tries to revolutionize movie going which failed epically north korea hacked sony pictures i remember when that happened um so they got upset over the release of seth rogan and james franco's comedy the interview which that mo ah, it was alright. like it was one of the movies i was like yeah y'all did all that controversy to make this like yeah i don't know it could have <laughs> y'all didn't necessarily had to make this but um so disney actually bought 20th century fox so that's pretty cool um and then amazon studios came to be so that's something that they were saying is a big story that happened in the 2010s they also mentioned the streaming wars so netflix amazon prime and hulu so I, like i said i think we're going to see more of that happening and not less and then of course viacom and, and C cbs so and they talk about harvey weinstein and the me too movement so they talk about that so you know that was a big to do i would say in the 2010s the the me too movement it, it was a movement that's much needed now there's some people debate whether and how if the movement actually helped women's causes or whether it hurt women's causes i think initially it was it's very helpful it's a much needed movement but i think sometimes some of the people that got wrapped up into this movement that shouldn't have necessarily been into the me, me too movement it was a me too era kind of damaged it for the me too movement so then after a while the name be, it was something positive and then it went from something positive to something kind of negative something kind of side ie and i think it also brought back to the forefront do some of these people that didn't have as many like like not harvey weinstein egregious but like somebody who may have just said 
honey type of thing does that person go away forever or do they get a chance to come back so i, I mean i think the me too movement is something that oh yes and so i'm doing this from a different location so you're probably hearing a lot of noise in the background like what is going on like where are you at i'm doing this from a different location but I will say that one of the biggest things that stood out to me out in the 2010s or something that we talked about was, of course, the I, I would say the rise and the fall of love with people, the cancel culture. I think that was something that was really big in the 2010s. And it's funny because we had certain people that we like revered and then all of a sudden they became canceled. So I think this kind of goes around like even when you talk about people like jay-z so when jay-z with the whole nfl thing was something that happened in in the 2010s it kind of got a, you know a lot of attention about whether or not he's right or he's wrong and it's also something that we talked about on millennials and you heard what i said like i think that being at the table or being in the room is better than not having a say so at all yeah. because if you don't have a say so they're just gonna make up whatever and for a lot of people who say well you know we just need to do our own thing great i think that you should very much do your own thing but until you actually have a group of people that are doing their own thing which really hasn't really happened yet why not try to make something better because the chances of you dismantling the nfl to bring something better along is slim to none it's the same thing when people really say that there's this revolution coming i mean maybe not, not i don't think it's gonna happen in my lifetime where you see people that are gonna like rise up and i was like because you have to realize what it is that you're doing so if you can't take down the entire system you gotta try to fix it and so i believe that the only way that you can fix it is to be in the room so if you are in the room you can at least start having those conversations period so I, that's my opinion you can hate it you can love it you can whatever i just believe if you can't take down the system and there's a lot of systems that are in place here in the united states that you i don't care what you say i don't care how lovely it sounds and this is why i think a lot of the times certain movement and causes don't go past any further than this dream because you're not being realistic there's just certain institutions in this country that ain't going anywhere and so the only way that you can actually make it better is try to fix it from within because if you don't it's just going to be the same thing over and over and over and over and over and you're just going to be talking about the same things over and over and over and over and over so to me that's that, that was one of the biggest stories that i think happened in in the 2010s of course with following suit with colin kaepernick and taking the knee and all the things that took place um when he actually did that back in 2016 so that was that was something really big he changed i think the nfl forever he changed a lot of things forever um as far as where we go from here and whether or not players should be able to have a voice and to actually be able to say and talk and, and do i think also ava duvernay's when they see us now also was a very big to do because i think it, it really showed some of the inequalities in this country in a way where we hadn't seen it in a really long time and so i think that story was was really revolutionary about what took place and and what happened in this country is also something with, that we talked about on millennials and and you know my my thought on it i just i feel like the movie itself was made it was an amazing movie ava duvernay did a really good job in making that movie now i said the the after show with oprah i feel like oprah wasn't the best person and you know and i defended oprah and everything when people was going in on her but for that particular instance i feel like it, it wasn't she wasn't the best moderator because there were times when i feel like she could have stopped and became human even though i know that would take you out of the journalist realm but just given the gravity of the situation why not you know what i mean you oprah you were known for crying and doing all this other stuff anyway so yeah but i think that that was also a, a really big thing that that happened of course 
and like I said, the election of 2016 of, of Donald Trump getting elected, that changed things forever. I think that's going to change the, the nature of politics. And of course, the impeachment is something that's really big for this decade. Uh, this was one of those decades where it wasn't like the 2000s where you had the decade in 2000s where you had like 9-11 and, and the war in Darfur and it, it wasn't the Iraq war. Like it wasn't that, it wasn't that type of epic like it was like you know because we had Katrina in that era we had the tsunamis but this this era I feel like we kind of changed things I feel like that era had those big big instances that happened and big situations that happened but I feel like this era was the, the moving away from the past I feel like even in that era we we of course have changed the way we fly forever it which is a good thing but I think that other than that it didn't really change a whole lot from the past, except for, of course, the election of Barack Obama. But I feel like this this is new. Like the millennials and the, the growing up of millennials and the growing up of Generation Zs, I think that is gonna change the game. I think this decade is the decade of the let's see what we can dismantle and remake. I would say that's this decade. It's let's see how many people we can take down. I think social media, of course, it didn't come out in this decade, but I think it was revolutionized in this decade to the point where we are so heavily connected. All of those things with artificial intelligence got really big in this decade where it was affordable to everybody. I think we are starting to see the beginning of the end of mankind in the, in the sense of everybody is getting real stupid like we don't do anything anymore the computer does everything for it it's like for us like siri tell me how to spell of like it's just getting to the point where we, we ain't doing a lot like we got a lot of technology now and it's also the era of the forgotten and and the reason why i say that is because there's a lot of people that have been forgotten for a long time that now we're kind of looking at again like you know with african americans in the criminal justice system now it's something that we're actually looking at like okay look what happened back when they passed the 94 crime bill and who did it impact and how did it impact and and so now we're starting to look at those individuals women and how they were treated for many years in the workplace and now we're looking at that and how can we make that better and i, I think this really is was the era of the forgotten and so people that didn't normally have a voice are getting a voice same thing with podcasting podcasting was out forever but it became big in this yeah. decade and so now you're seeing more people have be able to have a voice so everybody can kind of like get a piece of the pie because you know you saw back in the revolution of this back in the 80s when they had like the people court came out and all them talk shows and Geraldo and all them people that that came out we it's started to change back then but i think now everybody truly does have a platform anybody now can we saw the rise of the youtube stars and all of that stuff i think now we are starting to see that everybody kind of is on a level playing field all it takes is one good video all it takes is one good podcast all it takes is one you got one shot like eminem said um which is not one of my big things of the decade that was one of the weakest rap beefs i've I don't know. I just wish Eminem would keep Mariah's name out of his mouth and Nick Cannon would stop rapping. Like, it just if we can do that, it's good. But this is the, the era of the forgotten. So I don't know, because for me, I feel like we have so many things that we've accomplished in this decade, but I think this decade also raised a lot of red flags. So there's a lot of things that we're seeing that we just kind of coasted through until now we look at like, well, maybe made these computers too smart since all these computers gonna take out jobs <laughs> in a couple years like now you see them making little machines that flip burgers so all of those like little like retail jobs or customer service jobs or call center jobs like the computers are taking all those jobs so now it's like oh my god we didn't allow the computers to make us dumber and now we got to figure out how to get smarter again because we when i tell you i've seen just like common sense go out of the window in this decade it did it was the rise of the reality stars it was the rise of the reality shows because it wasn't just keeping up the kardashians it we we had everything we had love and hip-hop we had 
um the real housewives we got all these other shows that popped up out of the woodwork so now we got all these shows that show people that anybody can be a celebrity like you don't need a talent you don't need to be famous you don't need to be rich you don't need to be able to do anything but make a fool of yourself and you can be famous like you can make a lot of money all you have to do is be controversial or loud and obnoxious and you can make it big like you can make a lot of money and it also i think it does i will say in this decade with social media it does give more access to capital so we see people like the ryan okay the little boy that made the 26 million dollars ryan toy review made 26 million dollars that boy would have never been able to do that in any other decade but this one like who knew we would get to a decade where kids didn't play with toys like i i don't know what kind of kids we got but apparently we have a bunch of kids that don't give a shit about anything but watching other people play with toys which makes no sense because in, in our day we were playing with the toys we didn't watch other people playing with the toys it is the equivalent of i don't know if these these children are going to grow up to be the children that would rather watch somebody kind of have sex as opposed to actually having sex because that's the equivalent to me of watching somebody playing with toys because you you have the access to play with these same toys and some in some cases these kids have the same goddamn toys but they would rather watch somebody else play with the goddamn toy and tell you how much they enjoy it than you actually enjoying it on your own which actually sums up the decade so now we have gotten to a place where we are so focused on what other people think and what other people feel that we ourselves don't enjoy life everything is about what the perception of others what do other people think about this how do other people gonna feel about this like it nothing anymore matters about how you actually feel we are becoming we are well i guess we are becoming the daggone computers because we're becoming faker and faker and faker and more artificial by the day like there's very few real people left in the world people who truly stand in their own device people who truly say what they mean people who don't are not just trying to stunt for likes because people flip their lids when they got rid of the like button on dag on instagram when it still shows you that people liked it it just doesn't show you how many people like it people flip their lids i'm like why do you care because the people who are making money those influencers are still gonna make money regardless because you can still see the analytics so it has nothing to do with that if the likes just makes you feel good and the fact that we are in the era of valid self-validation like you can't like something until somebody else tell you to like it oh my god that that's the 2010s right there you can't like it till somebody else tell you that you like it and if they don't like it and who god knows who they is then you can't like it and it's wrong for you to like it if they don't like it and those are the kind of things that just irked my nerves so the things that i really liked about this decade is the decade of the forgotten like i said i feel like a lot of people got attention that needed the attention a lot of issues got spotlights that needed the spotlights I feel like we did come a long way as far as technology is concerned. I feel like we've become more inclusive. We we got a long way to go, but I feel like we got more inclusive with shows and in Hollywood and in things like that where people are starting to see themselves on camera and film and more and more people are getting in higher positions and places where you never thought would happen. So, you know, that i was proud of this decade upset with the decade because now we're living in a world where we we are the validation society we we can't function without validation that pissed me off in this society this this decade so i'm like i'm hoping when we go in 2020 maybe it'll change i think the over censorship of people uh, also kind of came because like a lot of the movements i said were good but i think sometimes they took it to the next level of where it went from being i want what's right to i don't like what you have to say i don't want to hear you that is problematic so i'm hoping in 2020 we can learn how to have 
educated civilized conversations bring back civility let's do that let's bring back civility in politics and schools and all of this like we just need civility back because hate crimes and everything else is on the rise let's bring civility back just because somebody don't agree with you doesn't mean that they're wrong and you're right or vice versa that's all i'm saying in in this decade i, I need for us to to move forward but that was one another thing that really hurt my soul in this daggone decade and then i, I really I'm, I'm the the artificialness of it all is starting to hurt my nerves too because i don't mind like i said i wear fake hair and makeup and waist trainers and all that other stuff like the next one but I think we've not just from artificial from people's personalities and them trying to be something to appease other people, but just actual artificialness. Because we saw the big to do with Cardi. Cardi, when she t had the picture taken of her and the makeup was off, and people flipped their lids talking about now she ugly and this, this all this stuff. And I was like, for me, whether you believe she's attractive or unattractive, I think the issue really is that we're so used to seeing artificial that when we see something that is real, we don't know how to process it because most people walk around looking like her. So I don't know why we've gotten so far away. Like we we are getting further and further and further into this fantasy land and now you're seeing more people trying to fit this mold of this thing that's not real so i don't mind if you get plastic surgery i don't mind if you wear makeup hair weave wigs whatever it is that you wear i don't mind that my thing is if you're gonna do it i think we also need to tell people the real side of it as well and stop glamorizing that as the only way that's that's all i'm saying so if you have one person that's real made up and they got their body done for every one person that looks like that person we need somebody that look like your mom it's like average regular woman we just just to counterbalance it so you kind of get that this is not what a woman looks like because i fear for my children growing up thinking that every woman is supposed to be built like that because if you go back and look at any history in time on any television women wasn't built like that like even if you go back and look at pictures of your grandmother and great-great-grandmother they wasn't built like that like i wear every woman on social media and on television is all built like the same it's concerning to me because we wouldn't even have survived if we was all truly supposed to. your waist ain't supposed to be that daggone small and your hips supposed to be that daggone big and your legs is toothpicks you would never survive evolution Darren's evolution you wouldn't have made it never would have made it no because that's just mm -mm. and then to see to move into the the next phase of this to see what the outcome is because we haven't seen that yet so long term with all of this plastic surgery and and stuff that people are doing like we don't know what the long-term outcomes of it are so i'm interested to see in 30 20 30 years what happens especially to people that don't have money because if you got money you can go to the doctor you can get some insurance you can fix it you don't have no money and you doing this fix it jesus fix it because i think we're gonna have a lot of broke down decrepit people that can't function so uh, we, we need to get this healthcare together too. That's another thing that irritated me in this decade. This healthcare is getting out of control, knowing that we got people that need self-validation so they keep self-mutilating in order to fit into the self-validation and to this mold in order to make somebody else happy. So we need to get this healthcare together because you know down the road, we're gonna have a problem. It is gonna be a problem. I'm just saying, it's just gonna be a problem. But you know i'm wishing you well no, don't do new year's resolutions we talked about this on brunch and they don't really work you, if you want to lose weight you can lose weight today if you want to start a business you can start a business today if you want to get your finance together you can do it today like next week ain't gonna make it click i know sometimes we need definite dates but next week ain't gonna make it click baby girl baby boy it ain't so you could just do it today um just like i told them i i didn't do a countdown because i figured you don't want to count down but you know if you want to count down next year just let me know <laughs> i'll do a countdown for you because this actually is 
on our platforms this is going to air on wpir 98.4 uh when monday which is actually the 30th so this is not going to air on new year's eve anyway so i'm hoping that you guys stay safe and love each other more care about each other more be more civil because like i said we recently in baltimore because that's where i'm located there was a young woman who was gunned down in her own salon she was 21 years old which is already an accomplishment in and of itself she was a business owner at 21 and to have somebody to go into her store not only rob her but then come back later on and kill her in front of her very young child is ridiculous javante uh, javante is javante i think it's javante davis maybe javante davis he um went and he paid for her funeral who's he's a boxer a local um he's from baltimore and he paid for her funeral but it's very sad that this is the the decade we ended on you know places like baltimore we have an average of 342 murders which is like the tied for the most murders in baltimore in the past couple of years i think 2015 was the the last time that it was around that that number so we got a lot to do so we got a long way we've come a long way but we got a long way to go and so with that being said, we got to change the mindset because nothing else is going to change if we don't change mindset. So you got to get out of this. I can't do nothing. I'm waiting for somebody because Superman ain't coming. Batman ain't coming. There ain't no bat signal. You have to be the change that you want to see. You, It's got to start with you. It's got to start with you and your community and changing the mindset that you have about yourself, that hopelessness. If you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. If you need to you know find out more information about how to do xyz it's a bunch of things that you can do we've got to start to do that as a community and by community i mean african-american community if you are in a rural or poor community i'm talking to you because ain't nobody we've been waiting for a long time and ain't nobody coming so it, it, the change has got to start with us i'm hoping that as a society we will work together more so that we can start to make a difference so that we can start to really see change that's all i want to see in my lifetime is i want to see real change because i don't think we've we've seen real change in my lifetime so i'm hoping to see some real change and some progress forward in the future so with that being said be safe I hope to see you in 2020. You can listen and tune in to Millennials Anonymous and Brunching Podcast. Um, we are on all of the maps. And for maps, that's an acronym for Millennials Anonymous Podcast with an S. So all the maps, platforms, the the you can go online to our website, millennials.us. You can go on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us anywhere. So if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. If you want to be and have some topics you want us to talk about, let us know. But we love you for supporting us. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for being awesome. This has been another episode of Millennials Anonymous. This will be the last episode of 2019. So I'm super happy that you stayed with me. I know it was a rambling episode, but I had to finish off the year and get all of that stuff like rounded off. I had so much to talk about. So I appreciate you. And I'll also do a visual version that goes back into the past episodes. And so you can watch that as well. And that'll probably be dropping on New Year's Eve. So thank you so much. And you can find it on Facebook. Peace. Bye.